Good morning. Welcome to our weekly podcast, Tea Time with Tommy. It's where we take a few minutes and share a cup of tea together, and I'm hopefully able to give some encouragement as we look at different scriptures or devotional thoughts. Today's podcast is brought to you by Hibiscus Honey Lemon Tea from Hawaiian Islands Tea Company. This beautiful amber-colored tropical tea is comprised of a special blend of fragrant hibiscus flowers and Japanese-style steam-fired green tea with honey and lemon flavors. The hibiscus flower lends a slight tang that's softened by the sweetness of honey and finished with the lemon citrus. Sit back with your cup of tea and relax for these few minutes together with me as we listen to where this week's podcast will take us. Good morning. A warm teacup welcome to all those who are joining with us today. I hope that you've got a cozy cup of tea or something good to quench your thirst as we sit back and enjoy uh, just a few minutes together. As we continue, uh, actually we're going to wrap up uh, the book of Nehemiah today. We have spent several episodes of Tea Time with Tommy in the book of Nehemiah, and I truly believe that we have found some tremendous encouragement as we've walked through this time together. I certainly hope that it has been as much of a blessing to you uh, as it has been to me. We began in chapter 4. We didn't look at 1, 2, and 3, but uh, we spent two or three weeks in chapter 4 and then moved ahead a few chapters. We've just spent a lot of time learning from how the Israelites were able to overcome many obstacles, not just physical ones, but spiritual ones as well. And we were given reminders about worship. We've been given reminders about how important the Word of God was to them and certainly is to us. But today, uh, we're going to go ahead and look at Nehemiah chapter 13. And I'm only going to read two verses, but I I really believe that we can draw a lot uh, from these two verses. At the end of it all, I believe that Nehemiah felt that he had done his best to make the people of God strong, safe, and secure. But even beyond that, that he had been a leader, an example for them to seek the purity uh, that God requires, to have true, obedient worship, and all that that entails. Now, now mind you, we are talking about the Israelites, and we have discussed, uh, I've mentioned, I know several times, that they kind of fall into a cycle where they're repentant and they they bring about uh, that restored covenant, if you will, uh, but then they kind of fall back. Well, that 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 has happened again. The the renewing came, but but that same thing kind of happens in chapter thirteen, where uh, we see that uh, there were some issues, there were some backsliding, if you will, and of course Nehemiah addressed those issues with them once again. But today, as we close out our time looking through the book of Nehemiah, I want us to focus on the last two verses that he penned. A conclusion uh, of this set of tea times of encouragement found here in the book of Nehemiah, if you will. So I hope that you've got your Bible, and and I hope that you'll continue to read all of the chapters of Nehemiah. But today we're going to close it out, and I'm going to read Nehemiah chapter 13, verse 30 and 31. 
Thus I cleansed them of everything pagan. I also assigned duties to the priests and the Levites, each to his service, and to bringing the wood offering and the first fruits at appointed times. Remember me, O oh my God, for good. I'm really going to look at that last statement. Remember me, O oh my God, for good. Now, for some people, you might think that this sounds fairly self-serving. Nehemiah seems to be concerned that God is going to forget all that he had done and perhaps not reward him adequately. But I believe if you really read the entire book and you, you study the context and know Nehemiah's heart, that that's the wrong way to interpret uh, what this amounts to be uh, of a short prayer. So today I want to challenge you to look through the eyes of Yahweh. Look through the eyes of the Lord at this prayer that Nehemiah closes his book with. For me, what Nehemiah is actually doing here is recognizing, first and foremost, he is simply human. He has frailties. He has failures. And what he's saying, in effect, is that, Lord, I have done all of this. I have strived to accomplish all these things in your name. But, God, you might see it differently than I do. Okay, now wait. Hang on just a second. In his prayer, he acknowledged that Yahweh, that God Almighty, might see something different than the way he has seen it. That should be a check to us. That should be a reminder to us. In our prayers, a lot of times we spend the time lifting our burdens, our uh, needs, desires, wants, concerns. But we do it looking through our eyes. Again, let us look through the eyes of the Lord. My sweet bride sees things in, a, in me that I don't see. Uh, you know, I, I might feel like I'm saying the right thing. I might feel like I'm doing the right thing. I might feel like how I'm trying to come across in one way, but others uh, see it as something totally different or hear it as something totally different. One of my greatest strengths is having her there by my side to help me see how others see me. Well, for us as Christians, one of our greatest strengths can be when we look at ourselves, our life, our families, our ministries, all the things that are us, but see them through the eyes of the Lord. How does God see our lives? Nehemiah is boldly asking, Lord, you might see something in me that would cause you to blot this all out of your book. And God, if you feel that way, Show it to me, please. That's what he's asking, I believe. Remember me, oh my God, for good. You know, and that's, that's what I ask of Melissa, to help me see what other people are seeing about me. Because I want to be a good communicator to them. I want to be a good leader to them. I want to be a better father to Forrest. I want to be a better husband. But looking through the eyes of someone else and listening to their opinion is vital. But for us as Christians, approaching our life, our ministry, our opportunities, if we approach it through God's eyes and ask Him to help us see His way, Lord, help us to see what You want to accomplish in and through us. Approaching the Father, looking through His eyes. You know, this is really... Uh, I think we can look back to 
a very similar prayer that David prayed at the end of uh, one of the much-loved psalms, Psalm 139. Actually, back in May, uh, we spent a tea time together looking at the first six verses of Psalm 139. But we're going to look at a little bit further down in the psalm where we see that prayer. But the psalm itself is such a great psalm about how we are fearfully and wonderfully made, um, how well God knows us, our sitting and our rising, uh, that if we take the wings of the morning and travel to the uttermost parts of the earth, still God is there. Uh, it's a psalm about how he watches over us. It's a psalm of how he guards us and keeps us and knows our every thought. But at the very end, it gives us a prayer from David where he says these words, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way or wickedness, perhaps is what your translation says, in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Again, Psalm 139, 23 and 24. An honest prayer from David saying, Lord, I do not know myself very well. I can deceive myself easily. I might think I'm doing fine, you may see things a lot differently. You might see things that are terribly wrong with what I'm doing. So, Lord, search me and know me and see if there's any wicked way in me. Lead me to the point where I can see that too. That's what the psalmist is asking. And I believe that's what Nehemiah is praying here. Remember me, O God, for good. What a great prayer for all of us. Because God's placed us in critical moments in history. Who's going to reach the lost and dying world? Who's going to be the hands and feet of Christ walking through the wilderness? Who's going to rebuild the walls of protection? Who's going to make sturdy the protection around our Christian families? Who's going to lead them into a deeper knowledge and understanding of all that God is teaching? I would encourage you today as we close out Nehemiah, Look at yourself. Look at ourselves close enough to see through the Lord's eyes and let Him be our guide. Thank you again so much for joining us on this week's podcast, Tea Time with Tommy, where we wrapped up the book of Nehemiah. We spent several weeks walking through it together, and I certainly hope that you have drawn encouragement from it. And again today, that we would be reminded that we would be encouraged to see ourselves through the eyes of the Lord. I look forward to hosting you again next week on Tea Time with Tommy, where unless the Lord changes our minds, we might just keep right on going and look at the book of Esther. Be praying about that. But until then, may your cup overflow with His blessings.